Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. Today we're joined by Jeremy Harrison from Complete Comfort, serving the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, and we're going to talk about ways that you can make your HVAC business run more efficiently. Kind of the heart of Maryland, like you can get to anywhere from here. And uh, we do probably 90% residential. We have probably 10% or so in commercial, uh, but we've been mainly focusing our attention on residential work. Yeah. Is that commercial or is it like commercial or are you doing like industrial stuff? Like commercial. Yeah. Businesses. Yep. Exactly. Package units, straightforward stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I, I saw on Instagram, or maybe it was your website that you, you do serve the, the, the DMV area, which is the, like the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Is that correct? All three. Co- correct. Correct. Yep. So of those three, and this is an interesting area because they're all so close together, but each one technically is a different state. If you consider DC to be its own little thing, are there different like licensing and like, or uh, like laws for permits or anything in each state? It really is. Um, and so DC ha- is its own world. You know, yeah. they actually do most things through a third party. So they don't even actually have an inspection division. Um, even in Montgomery, I mean, even in uh, Maryland, um, all the counties are ran differently, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and in Virginia, it's its own thing as well. So um, I do have all three licenses. So I do have D.C., Maryland, Virginia. I thought uh, I've just kind of witnessed it from around that you really need all three, especially when it comes to being, you know, pulling permits and stuff. So, um, yeah. So Nice. So how long have you been in business for? Going on five years now. Oh, awesome. So what have been some of the challenges that you've faced with your business growing it over the past five years? You know, the number one thing I really have been trying to uh, improve every day is is really patience, right? Patience with a business is so much because there's so much of an expectation behind it. And so, and coming from my end, coming from the customer's end, the people that work with me, right? Like there's, there's an expectation somewhere. And so me just being patient with my guys, uh, me being patient with the customer so that they can understand where I'm coming from, what's my message. Um, and, and and just also, you know, don't not beating myself up um, that the business isn't perfect, right? So just like even recently, I would say this past month, um, man, I was I was doing old school invoices, you know, writing stuff down. And, and I'm, I'm okay with that because it kind of helped me be simplified and helped me stay organized. And, you know, that does come to an end, you know, where I'm, I'm maxed out at. And uh, just going digital recently has just opened me up, kind of re-motivated me even again to just be able to have more time, dedicate my mind somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Um, so always evolving, always having patience to go through the process is like some of the key elements in business. And that's, not, that's nothing to do with even making money or any of that. That's just like your mental state of mind every day, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So going digital has definitely freed you up a lot. Yeah. I mean, freeze, freeze me up a ton. Um, I, I 
look more professional. I look like I'm in 2021. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> customer, customer loves it. It's like, oh wow, you got that done. And um, yeah, it just it's, it's really helped me out to say, you know what? There is ways to grow without feeling so overwhelmed that you're going to mismanage something. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's platforms there for you to just kind of adapt your system to it and go. So yeah, yeah, that's been that's been helpful lately. Yeah, it's crazy how such a small thing like that can make your business take it to that next level and make you look that much more professional. You know, it's the same same professional quality service. The only difference is the invoice, and it'll make you look like light years ahead of of where you were. Yeah, I mean, just like, you know, I don't have good handwriting. You know how hard it is to, you know, write all the time and God forbid it's raining outside, you spill something on the invoice, customer can't read it. You know, just a lot of things that I kind of knew, but it, again, it's just like me wanting to change. And then uh, just took care, I guess a few weeks back, like I said, a month or so, where I was just like, you know what? All right, take the time to go and just get familiar with the app and, and see if that helps. And, and it has, man. It helps, it yeah. helps a ton. So are you using a... Uh a tool like service Titan or QuickBooks or something for that. Yeah. So it's an app called Joyce. Have Joyce. you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. Cool. Cool stuff. A buddy of mine was using it. Uh, kind of same, you know, same size company. Uh, he's doing great, man. He, I was like, how do you do it? And, uh, you know, he just kind of sat me down. Like, Hey, look, this is kind of a platform that I use and it's been so helpful ever since I've uh, gotten with that. Yeah. So what are some other ways that you're looking to uh, evolve your business in the next couple of years to grow it from where you are now to where you want it to be? Growing it, um, I would say right now, I just want to keep focusing on improving like my overall skill set, my guy's overall skill set, and just really having a system that we can share with more and more people. Um, I feel like if I keep like a uniform design of how we work, then I can apply myself to more and more people. Um, and once we have mastered that, which we are doing, me and my team have done pretty good on like, we know what to expect and me being able to be comfortable to present that to people. Like, this is how we work. This is what we do, but this is the result we get from it. Um, mastering that is going to be what's going to take us to another level of growth. But, um, you know, I, I don't mind the slow, slow growth either. I just, I really want to enjoy this whole, this whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to focus in so much on just trying to elevate um, the business to a level that is just, you know, award winning, you can say. I just really want to be like, hey, look, you know, I'm giving a good service to people. Um, I'm teaching guys along the way. And, you know, it's a win-win for everybody. So yeah. self-satisfying. Yeah. And when you have something like that in place, it, it motivates your guys to stick around rather than yep. come in, learn the skills and leave. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Which I never understood that. I never understood companies that had that type of culture where it was just like, you know, develop them and then go. And, um, from a numbers perspective, I understand that. I understand kind of what they think about, but man, I mean, most customers I know, once they get a good HVAC person or a trades person, they stick with them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't want to be sending another guy there every time trying to rebuild some new report. Yeah. You know, 
Well, once they build that personal relationship too, if they call back and the person that originally installed the unit is gone, they might go to the other company because they want him to come because he installed it. I've seen that happen before. Where are they? Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, even just where people are like, hey, you know, I like how that guy worked. And, you know, you see a lot of times customers will request one guy. You know, I used to see that when I worked for some other companies. And you kind of be like, ah, this is discouraging that there's only one guy that they want. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, yeah. I like, I like keeping everybody around is I think too. Yeah. So how many guys do you have working for you right now? Right now I have two guys that are full time. Mm -hmm. Um, if you know, we get overwhelmed, crazy summer, you know, I have a buddy or two. I can probably just reach out and they may be able to just do a call or two for me, you know, if need be. Uh, especially if there are like some further areas that I just know I won't be able to make it to yeah. just to keep the customer, you know, happy, get somebody there, attend to them. And, and they're great guys. Only one or two people that are pretty much on one side of the map and another that I can extend some, some stuff to. But um, for the most part, it's just me and me and my two guys. That's awesome. But they stay bu- pretty busy though, right? Yeah, they stay busy. I mean, you have, you have some, some up and downs like any other business, but, that's you know, that's one of my goals when we said about growing the business and just like staying busy all year round, you know, mm-hmm. with good projects um, is where I, I think just I, I want to ultimately reach. Yeah. So how do you go about, I guess, promoting your HVAC business other than Instagram? Um. Man, we, we honestly are fortunate that we haven't done any marketing um, at all. Everything's been kind of word of mouth. Um, you know, I'm from this area, born and raised. So I, I don't know if that has some, something to do with it as well, just knowing a bunch of people from, from childhood years and, um, and telling my friends, like, hey, you know, you think about HVAC, think about me. You yeah. know, your parents, think about me. And um so yeah we've we've been doing good with that i mean we've established a lot of relationships with people a lot of realtors you know a lot of people that come across the conversation all the time and i think that's been allowed that's been that's been like the way of marketing and um so we don't do any of that we don't do any marketing right now uh we're just pretty much i would say every day we go to work my goal is like do better than i did yesterday right satisfy these people so they're just happy and they can't say nothing but great things. And uh, normally they tell one or two people for me. Yeah. Does that same uh, word of mouth carry across D.C. and into Virginia? Or is it pretty much pretty heavy here in Baltimore or Maryland? No, it's all three. I would say I'm more heavy in Maryland and D.C. Um, and then I guess just the, like the inner skirts of Virginia. Of course, we're not going like to Richmond to do yeah. to do jobs. But Arlington, Alexandria, because everyone around here does the same thing that I do. We all migrate in between the three states. Yeah. So you're kind of limiting yourself if you're saying, hey, I'm only going to do Maryland because somebody in Maryland says, hey, I have a buddy right here in D.C. And you're like, ah, no, I'm not going to get to him because I don't service that area. It's kind of hard around here to say that. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people live in those other areas and they don't go to D.C. for work. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's where, like, I guess the big money's at. It's DC, from what I've heard. 
Well, DC will never really stop running, right? Like, yeah. America's stopping to run is like DC stopping to run. It's not. It's not going to really happen. Yeah. Um, and Virginia, Virginia too. Virginia, Virginia. A lot of people have a decent amount of money out there. The whole, all three of them are pretty good. I mean, I think we looked up one time. I guess the the most millionaires or something like that in DC, Maryland, Virginia. Like out of top ten or fifteen, I think all three states were there. So wow. You know. So yeah, there's there's money floating around here. Yeah, a little. Uh pot of gold in America right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. So um I guess like what are some what are some ways that you manage uh, a good like work life balance with running your own business cuz you know running a you know a smaller business uh can sometimes require you to be hands on like you said going out and doing estimates and doing service jobs and stuff. How do you manage that good work life balance still? You you know, always um I would say my, my goal personally, like no matter what, I wanna make sure I did good with my family if I didn't do good in business. Um now what I've said to myself is that okay, you know, if I can give people for five and a half days, right? Monday through Friday, um, you know, first part of Saturday or, you know, even a whole day Saturday on some occasions. And I, I do the best I can and try to get as much work done within those days. And uh, like Sunday has to be family day, man. You know, you just have to, everybody needs to recharge. Cause I'm not going to do good for people if I'm not doing good at home. Yeah. And so just knowing when to cut it is something that you just have to do. You just, you're not going to get to every call. You're not going to be able to make everybody happy. Um, and I don't have the staff to, you know, to promote a 24 hour service. I, I don't tell, I, I, reiterate that to people like emergency service i can get to probably within 24 hours you know 48 at the at the worst case but normally it's a 24 hour thing but i'm not getting out of my bed at 10 in the 10 at night to go do a service call yeah and um so for me as a small business i kind of just tell myself that and when it's family time it's family time when it's business is business um obviously it's, it's easier said than done mm-hmm. but um like like today right this was Monday. I uh, met up with my guys in the morning for a job. Um, I just went to go get my kids' passports. I don't know if you ever go. Do you have kids? I don't have kids, not yet. <laughs> Look, taking two kids to go get photos for passports <laughs> is is a day and a half of work. <laughs> um, got lunch. I came here, and then I'm still gonna go do you know calls afterwards. Yeah. Um, if that has to be my type of day sometimes that that's what it is you know um and uh you know so every day i'm working at it my wife is really understanding she's uh she's a realtor um her sister's a realtor so they 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 have an idea of like how contractors lifestyles are but um i really just try to um just really have a cutoff time man you know some type of time has to be a cutoff time so yeah, uh, that's what that's what I'm I'm trying to work with now, and it seems to be doing well. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, having those those processes in place, like not having to handwrite invoices, and you know, having some of that digital stuff in place, anything you can do to save time will help with that. Because then you're not stuck spending a whole day, you know, managing a checkbook, you know, by hand it, or something. It's crazy. I mean, 
and and I have you know I have I have a CPA. You know, we are having you know we do have QuickBooks and like there's a lot of things that have been in place. But like this was one of the things that I just I, for some reason I couldn't I couldn't get my mind around because I was so worried about I guess about liability, mm-hmm. and I figured you know, to cover all ends, just kind of say what's going on. And then I just really realized like a lot of people are not looking for so much of an in-depth explanation to you replacing their capacity. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's pretty basic stuff and you got it up and running. You're the hero. Great. That's it. That's all they think about it. And so, you know, just dumbing, dumbing down the information even so has saved me from trying to you know think about what to say all the time. Um, and just, again, you know, being able to plug that stuff in. And, and exactly that has helped me out so much too with family because I, I'm not a tech guy. I'm 31, but I'm not a tech guy. I never have been tech literate. You know, I'm just not mm-hmm. good. And um, but just taking the, the challenge of like, hey, look, man, you have to learn. It, it, this is not going away. I don't. I haven't bothered my wife in, in a month about an estimate, about invoicing, or nothing. And, and that's much needed for a healthy marriage, man. Yeah, absolutely. And then you don't have to worry about bringing work into the equation. You know, you can do your thing. She can do her thing. And, you know, that'll help. Correct. 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 So what are some good ways, I guess, like when you have customers online in the area, you know, say it's not a word of mouth referral. Say it's someone who's genuinely just gone to Google. what What are some ways that people usually get a hold of you outside of the word of mouth? Um. Through, uh, we have, you know, we have, um, a, um, online, you know, people reach out to us, they'll see, I guess, some reviews and then they'll look us up online, go to our website. Um, I, I actually do get a lot of people through Instagram. Uh, again, like I said, some of these people, there's a lot of these people are friends and family and you see me post, you know, all the time, my jobs. Um, and then you see kind of, you know, you see that balance too with, with other things. So I think it gets people in tune with it and i think at this point a lot of my friends are like anything hvac just just call jay you know like call complete comfort and so that's that's really helped me and then they might know somebody i mean that i can't tell you how many times i get a i get a um, estimate opportunity or a new job opportunity just through instagram yeah so what are some challenges that are facing i guess facing your business right now uh, you know, and you had the the challenge of the handwritten invoices and you solved that with the, the digital invoicing. What are some of the other challenges that, you know, that are really facing you right now? Um, I guess, man, just really being able to, uh, I would say what would ideally be good for us is uh, just if we could have like two more trucks of like everything that I have we have a cool little setup. I um, went with something a little bit more, uh, a little less traditional um, with like even my shelves, right? I got this cool little DeWalt thing set up where you can, you know, stack in the shelves and all that. And uh, my guys have learned it well. They know my truck just as well as me. So if I could have two more trucks and they had their own thing, I think we could just, hey, you go here, I go there. And we're able to, you know, grow that way. And it's challenging because right now it's really my truck. So I got to go and get the equipment. Uh, I have most of the stuff material wise on my truck. So if I can get that off, have two more of the trucks, just like this one, would just help everybody out less traveling back and forth. 
hey, you yeah. can go get something here. I can go get something there. Just kind of not being limited in that yeah. sense. I would say, I would say that's one of the biggest challenges. Um, I, I get enough word of mouth business where I don't feel like right now I need to push the issue of more marketing. I, I might just be kind of shooting myself in the foot right now if I was to try to take on more stuff. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, right now just probably growing the the system more, uh, so everybody has what I have when I'm not there. Yeah. That's cool. So the guy, the other guys you got, they kind of do they share the truck with you or are they? No, what I I mean, they they have their own trucks. Uh, I mean, they're not like. Like I have the the transit, uh, Ford Transit. They're not mm-hmm. all those, but they can get materials. They have tools and stuff on their truck, so they get around. Okay. They they normally drive to any any site, and then if I have to meet up that day, I can always give them what I need. Uh, and like I said, I still do the work. You know, I'm in the I'm in yeah. the field. I I like it. So we're doing an install. My truck is there. Everyone's pretty much good. You have everything you need. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, they 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 do have a lot of stuff. It's just Again, like having my setup with yeah. the shelving, with all the trays that we have, uh, would just would just help out. Being able to get equipment, they, you know, you can't get equipment in, you know, a 16 series system is 36 inches wide yeah. for what we use. You're just not going to get that in like a, a SUV or something like that. You know, you need a real work truck. Yeah, or at least like a trailer or something. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've noticed some HVAC companies, they'll – they'll kit their trucks out all the exact same. That way it doesn't matter which truck you're driving. It, the stuff inside of it might be different based on, you know, if they're install or service or plumber or whatever, but the actual layout of the organization's the same. That way someone can hop in the other truck and they know where something's going to be. Yeah. It's, it's, it's critical. You got to, you know, like, like even just, I mean, my guys have like ladders on their truck. You know, they at least have that. I mean, imagine uh, it happened to me. I think one time here, I think last summer, I went to go look at an estimate, and I didn't have a ladder because I only had one. And I was like, because I left it for the guys on the truck. You know how crazy you look to <laughs> go to somebody's house without a ladder. I just, I'm really big on being prepared, man. I, yeah. I feel like if they're calling you out to do a job. I mean, from anything to a pen to, you know, shoe covers, you know, all the tools you need, like ladders, you should come prepared. You know what time it is. You know what yeah. they're asking you to do. You Have you done this enough? You know, you need a good amount of stuff to get through the average call. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's helped out just having even stuff like that on other trucks. So I can imagine what it's like to have a full, full, you know, um, set up truck for everybody. So we'll, yeah. we'll get there one day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It, it all starts with building, you know, you got to have the right people and the right processes in place, you know, before you can, like you said, before you can just start growing it in other ways other than word of mouth. Cause if you get all the inbound calls coming in and you don't have the actual, the people or the stuff to actually do the job, then you're just going to get a bad reputation. What are we exactly? What are we doing, man? I just yeah. I'm all slow growth is fine, you know. I think it's it's just organic, man. I just mm-hmm. like that, and the word of mouth thing has worked. I mean, you know, it has really worked. We get a lot, you know, a lot of calls from just word of mouth. Yeah. Um, you know, um, especially like like I said, key people, realtors are key people. Uh, got a couple companies that do 
renovation, like total renovation homes and custom this, custom that, and where they're, you know, they're all their HVAC. So anything yeah. HVAC related to their company will come to us. Yeah. That's a huge word of mouth because as they get business, almost every project has to, everyone wants to have an open kitchen. Everybody wants to extend their house. So, you know, upgrading a system, change a ductwork layout is, is always going to come up. And then, you know, those people get you in the door. And then while you're in the door, you know, that customer now knows you and then they spread your name on. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it just it gets it's a snowball effect and it really does work. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, if there was someone out there that you knew or, or someone that you don't know who's thinking about starting their their own HVAC business, what's some advice you'd give them? Definitely do it. Uh, definitely do it, man. I, no matter what was to happen today, I can say I can live with myself and say that I've done it and say that I understand it. And uh, it's been fun through the ups and downs. So I would say do it. Um, have a lot of patience with yourself. I mean, there's a lot of people that are going to tell you how they work and they think that it's going to work for you. And it's just not, you know what yeah. I mean? I got, I've, it took me some time to learn that, but I have a, I have different buddies that just, they're in different lines of work and it works for them. Me being good residential wise, doing change out service work, it works for us. And uh, so, you know, find your niche uh, is what I would tell them. And, and stick to that, you know, don't, don't make it overcomplicated. Um, most equipment that we install is Carrier and Bryant. And there's a ton of other equipment out there, but I don't go to a customer and offer them five different manufacturers of equipment because I'm trying to keep it simple for myself. Again, mm-hmm. like how does, you know, how do you work? What is your system? So it's very key. If somebody's going out there, they kind of say, Hey, what, what am I targeting? What am I trying to, accomplish do i want a lot of commercial work do i want a lot of residential work do i want service work do i want install work um you know i, I know guys that don't want to do full duck projects no more then they're, they're not even interested in it they don't want to do duck work they'll sub all the duck work out you know so yeah just just think about it and you know see if that lifestyle works for you and if it does go for it man don't even hesitate are you looking for a free way to connect with other hbac contractors well, check out the Rival Digital private Facebook group. Here, you'll be able to share ideas, collaborate with other business owners, and find low-cost, no-cost ways to grow your business. If you're interested, head over to the Rival Digital Facebook page, and you'll be able to request access to the group. See you there.